0: Welcome to this week's Virgil Drasha. We have the incredible privilege this week to read Parshas Balak, and in Parshas Balak, the Torah details the fascinating story of how Balak, the king of Moab, was nervous about the impending approach of the Jewish people. Recognized that Jewish people cannot be defeated through conventional means, hires the Gentile prophet Bilam to go ahead and curse the Jewish people. And of course, we know the story. Bilam's plan, or I should say Balak's plan, really failed miserably. Not only did Bilam not go ahead and curse the Jewish people, but in fact, he delivered some of the most beautiful and prolific praise of Klal Yisrael that we have until this day of praise, so beautiful, that in fact, some of it we even incorporate in our daily morning prayers, in our daily davening. And it's one of those we can want to draw your attention to. In Baruch of Pasak, chapter 24, verse 5, the Torah says, "Matovu ohalecha Yaakov mishkinosecha Yisrael. Literally translated, Matovu Alakha Yakov, how goodly, or how good are your tents. Jacob, Mishkin Osacha Israel, your dwelling places the Jewish people. And again, the commentaries explain what exactly is it that Bilam was praising. So Rashi, for example, says so beautifully that the Jewish people when they pitched their tents in the desert were careful not to have the openings of tents right opposite each other. Because again, this way everybody had their privacy. There was tznios, There was a certain sense of modesty and Bilam sees this modesty amongst the people and especially again, contrasting that with the immoral behavior of Moab. Bilam was very taken by this, and the Mepharshim advanced many other ideas as well, but I want to share with you a concept of the Baal Shantav. And the Baal Shem says something truly beautiful. He says, what's the difference between an Ohel and the Mishkan? Now you see, here's what's interesting. Bilaam's praise of Kalal Yisrael is very poetic. So very often in poetry, it's common to say the same thing in more than one way, Using different words. Not because you're trying to convey a different meaning, but because at the end of the day, you're just trying to reinforce a concept and you're reinforcing, you're reinforcing it by varying the lash, by varying the language a little bit. So on one hand, you could say, M'atav lechi, So Billam is extolling the holiness of the Jewish home, either the modesty of the Jewish home, the piety of the Jewish home, the religiosity of the Jewish home. The only problem is this is not a book of poetry. This is the Torah Akidosha. And if the Torah uses two different words, it must mean that Bilam was conveying two different ideas. And the Baal Shem says something dramatically amazing. The Rebbe explains that the difference between an Ohel and a Mishkan is as follows. Ohel represents, says the Rebbe, a temporary dwelling. Mishkan is a more permanent dwelling. And the Rebbe says that Bilam was reflecting on the fact that there are two different kinds of Jews, Matovu O Halecha Yaakov. There are some Jews who live in the temporary domicile of spirituality, Mishkin Osecha Yisrael, and there are some people who reside in the permanent domicile of spirituality. What does this mean, Matovu O Halecha Yaakov? Some people who reside in the temporary domicile of spirituality refers to what we'll call episodic piety. A person who, you know what, I'm not able to maintain a sense of consistent holiness. My life is a series of peaks and valleys. Sometimes I'm on, sometimes I'm off. Sometimes I'm performing the will of God, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm doing mitzvahs, but very often maybe I'm doing averus. Sometimes I'm living up to my potential, and sometimes I'm not. And says, versus, Mishken O the person who lives in the Mishkan. Mishkan representing a more permanent dwelling, that's a person who maintains a sense of spiritual consistency in life. They don't live in an ohel, they don't live in a tent of spirituality, they live in a Mishkan, in a domicile, in a permanent structure of holiness and spirituality. There's consistency day in, day out, I do what I'm supposed to do. It doesn't mean I don't make mistakes, but my mistakes, my abedos, my Chatoim are few and far between. More often than not, I'm doing the right thing in life. And Billam was teaching us an incredible lesson. You see, sometimes in life we think that if you're not consistent, then whatever you're doing is meaningless. And the truth is, there is something to be said for that in other relationships. All right, if I tell my wife, I'm going to be a great husband on Mondays, Wednesdays and alternate Fridays, So for those of you from New York, it sounds a little bit like alternate side of the street parking, right? If I go ahead and I say, this is what I'm going to do. So the truth is, you know, and and, uh, by the way, Mondays, Wednesdays, alternate Fridays, I'm going to be the best husband in the world. Mamish, the best husband. You don't have to ask me to take out the garbage. I'm going to do it on my own. I'm going to be attentive. I'm going to listen when you talk. I'm going to remember things. All, all, All the great things, all the important things. That's not a relationship. That's very nice. But what about Tuesday? And what about thursday and what about the other fridays and what about shabbos and what about sunday see in other relationships if you're inconsistent it doesn't work i can't really create a marriage with an inconsistent partner i could create a marriage with an imperfect partner as long as that partner is always aiming for consistency imperfection i could deal with inconsistency is a bit more difficult. And it's true if you think about it in all human relationships. If you have a job and you like your job a lot and your boss likes you a lot. But you know what? Me, I know the work week is five days a week, but I could only eke out two days of productivity. Two days. That's my cap. The rest of it. I need a little more t- me. I need a little me time. I, but the two days, they're going to be a u They're going to be exceptional and incredible. And not going to hold on to that job too long. Because in every relationship in life, you need consistency. Interestingly enough, there's one exception to that rule. And that's the relationship we have with that Kaddish Baruch Hu. Now to be clear, today Rebon Shalom, of course wants consistency. We've spoken about this before. One of the reasons we dive in three times a day, even though I know most probably I'm not going to have Kavanah three times a day, is consistency. I'm showing up. I'm here. Consistency is the bedrock, is the pillar of any relationship. But lest you think that in your relationship with Hashem, it's only meaningful if you're consistent, it's not true. You see, even if I'm in a rut, and I'm totally inconsistent, but I somehow summon up the power and the ability and the koach to do something good, that's meaningful in the eyes of Hashem. You see, in other life relationships, if you're terribly, habitually inconsistent, and you do one nice thing in one time, generally people write it off. Very nice, fantastic, right? So you're a, what is it, a one-time wonder. Well, great, very nice, you did something nice. What about all the other times you didn't come through? All the other times you did not go out and do what was expected of you? So unfortunately, in other relationships, without consistency, even your good things, your episodic nice events or nice accomplishments are usually overlooked. But in the eyes of the Ribbono Shel Olam, anytime I do something good, even if I am habitually inconsistent, even if I never quote unquote metaphorically show up, but for some reason now I summon the ability to do something good and meaningful, in the eyes of the Ribbono Shel Olam, that is incredible and exceptional, because the Ribbono Shel Olam is proud of us. Whenever we find the courage and the ability to do something of importance, of good, of meaning, because Baruch Hu knows all the directions we're pulled in, and he knows all the challenges we face, and he knows all of the pushes and pulls that we have to deal with. And so if I manage to go in and summon up the spiritual and emotional courage to do something good, even though I'm totally, totally not consistent, inconsistent, Kaddish Baruch Hu says, it was beautiful. that was magnificent. because in the eyes of the Ribbono Sha Olam, time I show up and any time I do something of meaning and importance, it resonates with him. And Bilam picked up on this. and Bilam says, "Matovu O ha-lecha Yakov, Mishkin osecha Yisrael." You See, my goal is to live in the Mishkan of spirituality. My goal is to live in the permanent structure of holiness. Not to be a one-time spiritual wonder, not to be an episodic tzaddik, but to be the kind of person who sets up permanent residence, permanent domicile, inside of the tent of spirituality. But Bilam saw, so yes, my goal is Mishken Osecha Yisrael, but Bilam saw, wow, Matovu Ohalecha Yaakov. Your God even appreciates when you just dwell in the temporary tent of spiritual accomplishment as well. Even if you are a one time wonder, and even if at the end of the day you just showed up today but haven't showed up for the 10 years beforehand, Matovu Ohalecha Yaakov places incredible importance and incredible meaning anytime we do something of positive import, anytime we do something of meaning. And this is so important. Chazal felt that this mindset was so important that it was included in daily davening. One of the first things we say every single morning in Matovu, Matovu ohalecha Yaakov Mishkin Secha Yisrael. Most of us know this Pasuk, not from Chumish. Before we ever knew it was a Pasuk in Chumish, I knew that it was something I said as part of davening because that's the way the Jew gets his his or her day started. Of course, I want to be consistent. Who doesn't want to be consistent? I want to be consistent in everything in life. I want to be consistent in my marriage. I want to be consistent in my friendships. I want to be consistent in my career. I want to be consistent in everything. Yet, my greatest struggle in life is consistency. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu almost wraps his arm around us and says, It's okay. It's okay. Ma O'Halecha Yaakov One day, one day, maybe you'll get to the level of Mishkan Osech Yisrael. Maybe one day you'll get to the level of dwelling in the Mishkan, of the permanent residence of spirituality. But until that day, anything you do, even the one-off events, even the episodic mitzvot, whatever time you could spend in the ohel of temporary spirituality, Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I'm going to be so happy to see you. The one-off things we do are meaningful. The episodic mitzvot we do are meaningful. Anything we do is appreciated by the May Shalola. Maybe Zochem Yeretz Hashem to set up our residence in the Osecha Yisrael. But until that day, may we find the courage to keep showing up in the Matovu O Yaakov. Wishing everyone a wonderful day and a good Shabbos.